Welcome to this edition of When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine, a discussion of sustainable living and what that means to <laughs> you and me. I'm Jay Warnke. I'm Annie Warnke. Oh, yes, you are. And today we're joined by our good friend, Jimmy Braswell. And uh, welcome, Jimmy. And you are with Clean Energy Solar Recovery LLC. That's the important part. So welcome, Jimmy. How you doing? Hey. Yep. Um, so, so what I want to do, um, because you're quite an interesting character, and we wanted to um, go ahead and uh, we wanted to give you an opportunity to talk a bit about your business, because um, I think it's a unique opportunity to discuss what's involved in trying to start essentially a solar installation business from scratch. So that's um, because that's what you've been doing. And also just some of the business model and the business motivation that you have in this. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and and how you got into this wonderful world of solar? Okay. okay. Um, well, the idea started way back in like 2006. So that's quite a long time, quite a long wait. But um, it was just an idea, and I, I got it from reading something. Uh, about prisoners in, uh, in California that were coming out of prison and being trained for solar. And at the time, I was in some trouble myself, and uh, I you know, didn't really have much hopes for uh, a good career at that point. And I read about this CDC out in California that were taking people and training them immediately from prison. So... Uh, it just, it, it was an idea that lingered for a while. I'm an electrician. I've been an electrician for, you know, umpteen years. And I was doing that before I got, prior to getting in any kind of trouble back then. And uh, I just, um, it kind of went hand in hand. And, uh, you know, it took a, a while for the idea to develop. We didn't actually get started until 22. And I did it kind of backwards. I created the LLC. Uh, with my wife, Heather Braswell, and uh, we created the LLC, and then I went and got trained to do solar. <laughs> so I, I, I did it, and it just kind of pushed, I mean, it, it pushed me to do it. You know, once I created the LLC, it was like no turning back. So, you know, um, I found you and then uh, took your training course, of course, which uh, I failed <laughs> when I first <laughs> tested. But... Uh, you know, I, I think I, I just kind of thought that I had it, I, you know, um, but anyways, I failed, came back, retested and, uh, and, and then got that certification. And uh, what we were trying, what I wanted to do, modeling after the CDC out in California is help people in reentry, not, not just from prison or, uh, you know, uh, having a felony or anything like that, but also for um, uh, recovery and alcohol and drug related, you know, issues, because a lot of people don't have a chance once they come out of, you know, uh, these institutions to uh, really pull their life back together. And with, and, and they, they feel like there's really, you know, a limited amount of careers they can choose, choose from. So uh, solar has always interest me. I just think it's the greatest thing that we can get our power from the sun. Um, and it, it just kind of fell into place, I guess, you know? Well, I, I was wanting to hear more about how it, it seems like your business model that you have created for yourself, um, 
is really, really focused on a lot broader issue, not just uh, we're going to install solar or do electrical work. And the role that mentoring, either you mentoring or someone mentoring you, you know, what, what's, how's that worked for you? Well, uh, my mentor is sitting there right there beside you. <laughs> That's Jay on a lot, on a lot of, a lot of uh, issues, not just solar, you know, only issues. Uh, I still have, you know, like times where I'm not sure that these things, are, that this is going to work out, you know, even though we, we, we've kind of been up and running for uh, about a year now. Um, I still have uh, impending doom. <laughs> Something's going to fall apart. And, it's, and it, it kind of makes it tough a little bit because uh, I have guys that are working for me and I'm, I feel responsible for making sure that they get their hours and their checks and things like that. So it takes a lot of planning and uh, it, it, uh, it doesn't help that I'm going to school time-wise, but I'm still in college uh, trying to finish up a degree. And that takes a couple of days out of my week too. So that makes it really hard for planning. Uh, but I also have, you know, mentors all over. I've got um, um, people in my, in the recovery community that are real good, uh, close to me and, and help me, you know, make decisions about my life. Uh, I have people in the college that, you know, help me make decisions about my, you know, furthering my career. Uh, and then I also, of course, have Jay that we talk weekly about, you know, what, how this business is going to develop and like the small stages of it right now to where it might, you know, develop into something a lot larger later on. But uh, mentoring uh, both ways, I have to take care of my guys with the same you know, usually the same information that I'm picking up from everybody else. And uh, it, it's, it seems to be working. You know, it comes it comes to me and uh, uh, I, I try to set a positive example for the people that work for me, uh, for other people in the community that have hopes and uh, dreams of, of doing something larger than working in a AM, PM or a, 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 a Parmar gas station or something like that, you know, for the rest of their lives. I, I, I try to offer something that's just a little bit more, um, you know, conducive to a good career, you know. Well, one, one of the things I've noticed with you is in our discussions with you, the guys who are working for you, you're, you're very keenly aware of the issues that they're dealing with coming back, you know, in reentry with dealing with uh, drug or alcohol rehabilitation. And, and also because you've been in that world, you don't put up with any of the crap that, uh, that they will likely try and pull, which is kind of interesting. Um, but you also then have expressed, you know, this responsibility of like, listen, I know this isn't ideal, but but they're dealing with stuff and I have to help them through that. And, and so that's, and even to the point of taking them off to the gym, you know, to work out periodically, just because that's something that's helped you through the recovery. And you say, okay, we're going to bond in this situation. We're going to work out whatever issues individually we're dealing with, but also between them, because there's always these clashes between people whenever you get them into any kind of environment. So, so I just say that, to get a comment from you, but also to pat you on the back and say you're doing a good job there. Yeah, it, 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 I appreciate it. Thank you. And but it does it does sometimes get um, a little daunting, you know. But 
my whole business plan is that I can help people coming in from reentry and recovery. And, you know, uh, that sometimes means that they have appointments or, uh, you know, meetings, things like that, 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 um, is, you know, part of their recovery. And, and that, that's, that's, that's what, you know, uh, that's what my business plan is. And that's, that's what I'm trying to uh, say, I guess that I try to, um, pay my guys <laughs> to go to these meetings and stuff like that. It's, it, 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 it is, it's usually like an hour or something like that, but it helps out and it, and it gives them, you know, a chance to, 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 you know, really patch up their recovery, I guess. Well, that's good because now it's a part of their work day, not something that interferes with their work day. Right. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. the challenge yeah, we, too, you know, taking self care. We live in a culture that, the idea of self-care is that you've got Botox into your cheeks or something. Um, it isn't about <laughs> it isn't about caring for each other and saying, "Hey, man, you're not working your program," or uh, you know, "You're too tired," and that's not a good way to be when you're trying to work your program and things like that. So, I think that has great value. But the other part of that is that it's not very conventional business model. You know, we live in a culture where you're supposed to make every dime and you people, if they take too long to go take a leak, you know, you're going to like dock their pay. Um, I remember getting fired one time because they said I went to the toilet too often in the morning. <laughs> I wasn't installing solar. But um, <laughs> but I think I think the, that when we value others and that their their value is broader than how well they install that micro inverter. It is about being a team. It is about saying that the broader world and the local world are valuable. And I think your business model reflects that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we do have a pretty decent team right now. I hope to hope to grow as the, uh, you know, the, the, the solar, um, um, sales and, and, uh, you know, uh, activity grows in the community too. Um, I, I think, I think that right now when we say it's a, like at a 40% every year, um, incline, people are getting more solar 40% every year. Is that correct? Jay? Yeah. It's, it's growing at that rate. Yeah. It's starting from a pretty small number. We're currently in the U S only about 5% of the homes have solar. So we've got 95% to, to sell to. So that's yeah. a, that's a good thing. Um, and most right. of this activity has been in, in, um, California, Colorado, those regions. Right. But now we're primarily, your focus is in Southern Ohio, West Virginia, um, right. in that region. And it's kind of interesting because you're coming on the scene there just when places like West Virginia are suddenly just becoming aware that there is such a thing as solar. You know, they've been in the in King Cole for so long that that they're in a transition whether they want to be or not. Right. I think a lot of people are opening their eyes to it now. I think the price of the kilowatt hour going up is helping that as well. Uh, for a long time, I think the kilowatts were extremely cheap in, in West Virginia. Yeah. Kilowatt hours were extremely cheap. And so people had no reason to. And then you also have people that are, you know, from, you know, coal and into coal and coal miners and things like that, that for some reason, uh, they're, you know, have different opinions about solar, but I think that it's starting to, people are starting to open their eyes to it and uh, realize that it's, it's going to be the, the, the future. And, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see it grow. Do, do you think people's attitudes, um, like I know the st- statistics told us early days that people were converting to solar because it was a political issue for them. Do you think that's changing? I, I Well, I'll answer for you and you can agree and nod your head. No, is, I, was asking, okay. I was asking Jay. I wasn't asking you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the early days of solar, it was the mother Earth news types, you know, the ones who were going, I want to do this because I want to save the planet. I want to uh, see everything, you know, better and sing Kumbaya and drive my Prius. You know, that was kind of the people like us, you know, and, and <laughs> we're not exactly, but, like but now the primary motivation, um, there are a number of them, but the first and foremost is, is saving money. You know, they want to save money on their electric because their electric bill is getting crazy. Then the secondary one is resilience because my electric may be, um, uh, not reliable. The grid goes down. I, I get these issues and I'm worried about that. So I want to yes. take control. Um, so this becomes an option. And then, of course, the, the third one really becomes uh, a little more nuanced as as utilities start basically seeing how much they can screw the customer by by changing the way they bill and how they bill and Peak hours. Peak hours and multiple charges and demand charges and, and all so of that. Too. So so we're starting to see a lot of people saying, I want to put my system in here to moderate some of that. And that's on the residential level. But then on the commercial level, we're seeing so many government incentives coming into play that, that it's almost like it's foolish if you don't take advantage of this moment and transition. Right now. Can we thank yes. Mr. Biden for this? Yeah, thanks, Joe Biden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we want to give him credit where and, credit And And uh, uh, Senator Manchin yes. down there in West oh Virginia because he's uh, – yeah. I, I like Arnold Schwarzenegger, to be honest with you. He's, he's starting a trend out there that's just kind of rolling you know, yeah. this way. Uh, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, let, me, let me just pause here for a second and – let people know you are listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine with Jay and Annie Warmke, reminding you it is indeed the end of the world as we know it. Thank God. Thank God. There you go. And we're joined by Jimmy Braswell. And Jimmy is starting up uh, or has been starting up a solar installation company with some unique business model concepts here in, in West Virginia and Southern Ohio. And, um, and Jimmy, I wanted to ask you, uh, we were just talking about using folks in your, in your crews who are coming from recovery programs, reentering society. Um, but, the other thing is your business model is one for the customer. We've talked about this a bit where you're saying, I don't want this to just be about making money. You know, um, I want to provide good service at a reasonable cost. And, and instead of saying, how much can I milk this for? So do you want to comment on that just a wee bit? Well, yeah, you see a lot of people uh, that are getting into solar and it's really just for the money. And uh, I see, uh, you know, uh, which I've researched a little bit. Uh, Georgia seems to be having a lot of problems with this is that people come in and they build these gigantic systems that are probably over, you know, the demand of the, the household. And they charge a high, you know, by, we charge by the kilowatt usually when we, or by the watt we install. So they come in and they ch- and they build uh, these gigantic systems and leave people with a, a much larger bill than what they would you know had to pay their, their just regular 
you know, fossil fuel generated power over 25 years and it's taken them forever to pay it off. So I don't want to be like that. I don't want my, I want it. I want to install affordable solar for people that, you know, that are interested in doing it. And, uh, I'm trying to make that kind of a trend in my area before it gets started and gets going. Cause there's going to be once, once I think once it moves into West Virginia, a lot larger and, you know, more active with solar installations, I think that people are going to be doing the same thing. They're going to be trying to, you know, maybe get over on, on people that don't know much about it. So the people that are, I think the what I like to offer is, you know, a little bit of education about it before we even start to install a, a, a system for somebody. I, I like to let them know this is, you know, what it what it could be, how big we can make it. Uh, we can make it smaller, you know, whatever will fit your um, your 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 income, and uh, try to make that match what they're lower than what their power bill is now. So sometimes we just want to offset the uh, the power bill. Sometimes we just want to, or depending on what the, the, the person wants, sometimes we want to build a system that does the 100, 120%, you know, um, it just really depends on what the, 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 the customer wants at the time, you know, I, I, heard, but, uh, I, I heard a rumor that you did, um, a job where you were taking a system apart because they had to repair the roof. So you do maintenance, things like that. And you gave an estimate. And then when you did the job, you came back and cut your fee. I did the woman faint. (laughs) (laughs) She, she, she'd already been through quite a bit with contractors. Uh, Somebody had, you know, overcharged her for the roofing job that she had. Uh, I think someone else overcharged her for the installation of the solar that they put in. I think they put in way more than she needed, you know. And uh, it just, I felt, I felt like she needed a break, really. (laughs) She needed a break. So what we did, it was out of town. We, We just charged an hourly rate, you know, an hourly rate to do that. And uh, it came out a lot lower than what we had estimated it to be. So, yeah, she was pretty happy. <laughs> she was pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's having us back. So To do more work? To do more work? To do more work, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. But she, she, uh, she's waiting to – I think somebody had tried to put metal roof, put a metal roof on around the solar that was already there. And it came out really bad. I don't, I don't know. But it came out really bad, and they charged her a lot of money for a really bad job. So, so anyways, I just I see that happening, and uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to make a, a whole lot of money at this. I just want to like give my guys, you know, and my my guys a good pay wage, um, and. And also give the customer a good price. Uh, that's 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 what the whole uh, idea is. I think affordable solar. Well, we, affordable solar, and maybe people, more people will, will join in. You know, maybe that's what we need. Well, when you talk about the affordable wage as well, I, I should point out, and I think you can expand on that, that there are some programs that are in existence that can help employers who want to hire people who are trying to get back in into society and you're working with uh what is it jobs and hope jobs jobs and hope yeah i gotta give a little shout out to dominique curls for that um she's she's made she's helped me out with a grant that 
uh, offers payment reimbursement. So I pay my guys and then eventually uh, I turn in all the hours to Dominique and eventually she sends me a check back for uh, the, the payment that um, what I paid my guys that allows me to like really pay my guys well, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what they need. That's what they need. Uh, they've, they've got a lot of clean time. Usually when they come to us, um, they, it, it takes about three months for them to get into the program before they can get trained. They all, she also pays for training through you guys, uh, through Jay. And, uh, once they're trained, they come and they, and you know, they can, usually get a job with me um, if we have, you know, the, the, the open spot. But, but yeah, it, there's, a, there's a lot of good programs out there that are trying to help uh, people in reentry. So um, we, we do use those. Uh, that, that, that's what helps us keep rolling. Well, the nice thing about that particular job uh, program as well is it, it does give you the opportunity to try people out you know, people that you might not hire, but they're saying, listen, we're going to subsidize this person for a period of time. Um, I think of what, six months, something like that is, um, uh, it's, it's, I think $25,000, or, uh, six months, whichever one comes first. Yeah. And so you can say, okay, well, I'll give this person a try because it's being, it's being subsidized. And then at the end of that six months or whatever, you can say it's not working out. Uh, but I, hopefully, ideally, you've you've become you've come to know this person. They're working out great, and now they've got a full time job that is no longer being subsidized uh, through these right. programs. Yeah, I've, I've I've kept my guys so far. I've only had one that's actually finished that program that's come all the way through the twenty five thousand, and uh, he's still with us. So, mm-hmm. um, and then. Uh, um, I've got a good crew right now. I've got more guys that are waiting to be hired, but I just, it's just dependent on the jobs that are available right now for us to do. So, Well, let me just clarify what you said, too, because I think a lot of times people don't quite know how this works, but the guys want to get trained, so they go through a program like what we do with the solar PV training. They go through right. training. They get certified because they have to pass the test and then they can come uh, be on a waiting list to work with a company or come to work for a company through this program. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That is correct. And the certification is not mandatory to do this work. I should point that out. It's just a good idea to let people, you know, to hire people who know a little bit about what they're doing. You know, it's uh, that is true. (laughs) More importantly, I think it's a self-esteem builder. And I think when you've been in a situation, whether it's prison or relationship, a bad relationship or a bad work experience to come out of something like that and actually be smart enough to pass the test whatever that means, then you have this paper that says, hey, I know something. And a lot of people didn't do well in school. They were unmotivated. They might have been super smart like you are, but it was like, hey, it's so boring or or I'm using drugs or whatever the reason you didn't do well in school. So then that affects how you feel about like taking a class and saying, I'm going to get certified. So if you can pass that test, I think it does impact in a really great way that self-esteem. I think it does too. It's, it's, it's a really, it's a high achievement, you know, from, from where a lot of us have came from, you know, it's a high achievement for us. And, uh, I, it does 
enforce their self-esteem and keep them going. But there, there, are, there are guys that I've hired and then put through the class, like Jay was saying. It's not mandatory, but I, I prefer it. You know, I prefer it. And uh, uh, but I have hired people before and then put them through the class. It and is that, a good selling them. point, though, to a customer to say my all of my employees are certified to it it all. It's very good. Well, I want and, to- and we're bonded. We're bonded by, yeah. by the federal government. So oh, that, that's that very good, too, too, in case yeah. you, you know. Well, that, that I just point out, because you said that, um, one of the issues that people will have a concern with um, because if you say I'm hiring people in recovery or I'm hiring people who just got out of prison or whatever, there are going to be people out there who are going to, cause I don't know that I trust them to be at my house, to be in my house. And as you say, they're bonded, but I'll say my experience with these guys is I've never met more polite I mean, they're very aware that they're being watched, you know, that they're being judged and and they're and they're also somewhat institutionalized. You know, it's like they know they know the uh, no, sir. sir. Can I wipe my feet? Can I use the restroom, sir? You know, kind of thing, which is a little bit, I don't know, military. Because because they're they're ready to prove themselves. They're ready to prove themselves that they they can do this, you know. And they're 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 in a program where they don't want to be this you know uh, criminally minded person you know with with the same old pat, uh, uh, patterns that they had you know uh, back when they were using and stuff they're they're trying to show a difference and they're also trying to show a difference to other people coming in so it's it's a it's a great program you know um, uh, Jay was we're talking about um, some clients, some customers that, you know, may not like the the fact that, you know, my guys are recovering. And I, get, I got a story for that. Uh, we I went out and I looked at this very large job that um, a customer wanted and we were good. We were good. He wanted, he was adding stuff and telling me he wanted batteries back up and all these good things. And we, we, uh, we looked at the property. He wanted a lot of extra work. We were going to move a meter of like 400 yards to, to his house so he could run through AEP. And at the end of it, I, I decided to say, yeah, you know, a lot of my guys are in reentry and recovery. And, uh, you know, that's the best, but they're all bond. Everybody's bonded. And, uh, and you know, that, that's who I have working for me, thinking that this, this might be a selling point. Well, it was not. <laughs> he sent me a text later on that evening saying, I'm not ready to go forward at this time. And I'm pretty sure that that's what, what killed it. So, so, so some people aren't ready for that. Some people don't want you know uh people from reentry or recovery working on their houses and that's true but um but i like you said jay my guys are very polite uh they are you know just the most upstanding um uh workers when it comes to the job they they they, they're johnny on the spot they want to show that they they can do what 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 we're doing out there they want to show the the customer that they're they're good workers um I couldn't ask for a better crew than I got than I got right now. So. Okay, well, Jimmy, we're we're coming to the end of our time here, and I just want to thank you for what you're doing. You're doing a great job, and and you're helping out a lot of folks, and you're going to be helping out the economy of 
of this region. So well done. Keep it up. And, and we're going to be talking each week and making, and making you the solar, uh, the solar giant of West Virginia. So. Well, one day, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I, I, I prefer to stay just small, you know, small company and just do, you know, residential installations. But we got things coming up. So okay. it's getting bigger whether I like it or not. All right. Well, you have been listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine with Jay and Annie Warmke. We want to thank our uh, ever-present, omnipresent uh, producer, Adam Rich. And we want to thank you, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Braswell uh, from Clean, Clean Energy Solar. And we want to thank everyone who's listening for spending a little time with us. And as your grandmother hopefully told you, the secret to a happy and sustainable life is? Uh, I say give people a chance. Clean up your own mess and eat your veggies, Jay. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. You can find more information on living sustainably in our unsustainable world at BlueRockStation.com. Yeah.